Welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast, where we try and make up a movie really, really fast. I'm your moderator today, Jacob Gelver. Joining me are Ben Lifson, who was the dream sequence manager on Scrubs, the television show. Then I've got uh, Kyle Decker. He is our director. He was uh, slave number five in the Conan the Barbarian remake, the one with Jason Momoa. And then we've got uh, Alex Jeffrey, who is an associate producer on the direct-to-DVD Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. <laughs> so, gentlemen, are we ready to create a movie today? Indeed. Damn right. All right. Let's find out what we're going to be making. All right, here we go. The theme of this story, weird character study. The main characters, greedy miner and distant garbage man. The major event of the story, lecture. <laughs> you have three minutes, Ben. Go. Silence. Okay, so so this movie is going to be very buddy cop. Uh, we have greedy miner and uh, distant gen- garbage man. Uh, distant. I'm thinking. So uh, greedy miner will be lecturing distant garbage man throughout the whole time because uh, distant garbage man from I don't know Pakistan or something uh, is trying to become a good it's miner. Literally distant. Yeah, very very literally distant. <laughs> Emotionally distant from his mining heritage as well. That's why he moved to Pakistan, where they do not do mining. I don't know true, but uh, Pakistan is hot topic. Anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, this will this is, will be a very weird character study about uh, this distant garbage man as he tries to learn from the greedy miner. But uh, a greedy miner, being greedy, is charging him by the hour. So he's trying to lecture him as long as possible. So that's what um, the framing device will be: is greedy miner will be trying to ask more and <laughs> be trying to ask more and more of this encouragement about who he is, how he became who he is. But stop, really, stop saying garbage man. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> but, but really. Greedy, greedy miner doesn't actually care. Doesn't actually care about the garbage man. So um, as he's lecturing him throughout, the character study starts to slowly shift to what kind of miner. Anyway, I should probably talk about what actually happens in the story. Um, <laughs> so we'll go about uh, the. Garbageman was originally a miner, but uh, after the mine collapsed and crushed his dear mother, he moved away, far away to Pakistan, where he tried to become a goat herder. But then he learned, as he was herding, herding goats, that just he had no calling in life, nothing. So he decided to travel back to his old mine to see if he could find himself anymore. Uh, unfortunately, the miner in charge now has become greedy, obviously. Uh, uh, Walt, I think is his name, a good parallel with Wa- Walt Disney, who is a very greedy man. Um, 
And uh, yeah, and that will be it. The whole like hour and a half will just be distant garbage man telling his lecturing, his getting lectured about why he should be a garbage man now and why his old past is missing. Like what is missing now? All right, Kyle, you have three minutes. <laughs> All right. Um, so, oh, hang on. Uh, what was the title of this movie, Ben? Yeah. Oh, uh, garbage day. All right, Kyle. <laughs> All right. All right. I'm getting this script. There's a vision somewhere in it, but it's it lacks a little focus and everything. So I'm gonna kind of take the inspiration of your script and still give you full writing credit, but I'm gonna change it up. Um, uh, we're gonna get rid of Pakistan. Um, you, you don't even you, you don't know. Mining is an important industry in Pakistan. Pakistan has several deposits of minerals, including coal, copper, gold, chromite, mineral salt, and bauxite. So. One, you, you didn't even do your research, so I gotta fault you on that. So, we are gonna have kind of the Middle Eastern theme. Our child, the kid is gonna be played by the kid from Life of Pi. He's gonna do it, and this is gonna be a nice indie character piece. The whole thing's gonna be shot in West Virginia, where we can get big tax breaks. That's at least my that's my setting. The producer can change it, whatever, but it has a strong mining background in West Virginia. The garbage man mentor character, who is he's distant, but he's Helping this immigrant child in rural America come out is going to be played by Jeff Ridges. Playing this Walt, great name, you know, and it kind of ties in Big Lebowski, ties in that market. So Jeff Ridges is going to play this garbage man who is in this neighborhood and sees our, uh, <clears throat> the young kid, our young immigrant ch kid, Yan Martell is the name of the actor. Actually, sorry, that's the name of the writer of the book. I apologize. Uh... <laughs> Who didn't do research now? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Serja Sharma is the name of the actor. Uh, adjusting to life in rural America. And Jeff Bridges is distant as he's observing. And he really wants to make life better for this boy. Because there's this deep secret that Jeff Bridges also had an adjustment period of time in his life when he was the same age. And he kind of sees a connection to that. That's how much time I have remaining. Mm -hmm. All right. And uh, slowly, uh, one time, while the boy is out playing, he uh, is in an alley and he stumbles. His, he's playing soccer with by himself because he's sad. And he <laughs> kicks his ball and it goes into Jeff Bridges' yard where they find a connection. They see Jeff Bridges has a vintage collection of uh, memorabilia of sometimes past of his. Uh, uh, he, he makes toy boats in bottles many of them and Jeff Bridges we have this great character study of Jeff Bridges mentoring this small Indian young Indian boy displaced making ships in a bottle and they have this great non creepy moment of a grown man <laughs> mentoring a young child which Jeff Bridges if anyone can pull that off it's Jeff Bridges uh, pulling that off and they have a great moment and then the kid realizes that he no longer you know he, he can fit in by just being himself and enjoying the small things in life all right, Alex, tell us about this movie. Well, first of all, I appreciate you changing the setting from West Virginia <laughs> or to West Virginia from Pakistan. Pakistan is kind of expensive to shoot in. Might be a little bit of security risks there. Um, I, I'm used to working in a studio setting, and there's a lot more studios in West Virginia and less sand. 
Anyway, so, unfortunately, I can't pronounce the name of the kid from Life of Pi, but I, I think he was good, but I don't think that is going to test very well. See, that, that might be a problem. People don't like things they can't pronounce. <laughs> Unf also, um, are we sure we want to get Jeff Bridges? Because I see a lot of internet traffic. I, I use the Reddits, and I see people <laughs> on the film Reddits talking a lot about, about George Lopez. And so I'm thinking we should get George Lopez <laughs> instead of Jeff Bridges <laughs> because he'll drive a lot of internet traffic because people will be like, hey, it's George Lopez. We can have him in the movie. And I had a lot of great success working with him before on Beverly Hills Chihuahua. I think that was him. I'm not entirely sure. I was kind of drunk. <laughs> well, um... Also, the ships in the bottle thing. Loving it. It speaks to quaint small town America. That's going to sell really well with old people who have a lot of disposable income and they're going to die soon. So they want to feel good. Now, if we really want a feel good kid actor, we should get Macaulay Culkin because I love him in the movies. <laughs> He's what? He's like 34. <laughs> When the hell did that happen? <laughs> I think I saw him in what's like the Page Master. <laughs> we made that, right? I'm working with Disney here. Disney didn't. <laughs> what? Don't we own Bugs Bunny? I don't know this stuff. See, I just. Okay, so. Okay, maybe we'll go with Rajesh Banapupa or whatever that kid's name was. He's 35 later this year. <laughs> Hey, we can put some makeup on him. That that that's your job. You you find me some makeup guys who can make Macaulay Culkin look younger and Indian. <laughs> um, I'm also thinking we need some big musical numbers, probably featuring some um. Some uh, hip hop stars today, like um, we can have Pitbull in a cameo, right? <laughs> Somebody give me Pitbull. I mean, you're the one paying the bills. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. And now I gotta sell it to a big name studio. I'm thinking we can sell this to Disney. Maybe, maybe not. Hey, we can probably sell it right to DVD. All right, so back to our writer. Three minutes. Well. I feel like some of my vision was lost here. I'm gonna to try to take some of it back. But I respect your people's jobs. All right, so. <clears throat> Sorry, anyway. So I'm thinking uh, the ships in the bottle thing, we gotta have a backstory with that. Um, I think, uh, you know, he could have been a sea captain at one point. I think that has some nice chance for flashbacks. I don't know if it would impact the overall plot at all, but I think, you know, we're learning a lot from the Indian kid, but what do we know about the miner or the shipbuilder now, or Jeff Bridges or, or whatever his name is? Um, Walt? Oh, yeah. It's Walt still. You didn't change that. I appreciate Sorry. I'm being passive-aggressive. Anyway, um, so I think... Um, yeah, we really write, I think, uh, for the Indian kid, we to give him a little more backstory. Not Indian anymore. There he is. 
whatever. Uh, I think to give him some backstory, it should start with him having tried to steal something from the Walt character also. Um, just to give him more of a character change. You know what I mean? Uh, so, and then, you know, throughout the plot, as he's they're talking about each other and have their great little moments together, you know, um, the kid realizes that, no, he's not going to steal these boats from this old guy. But instead, you know, they're going to, they're going to mentor each other and learn from each other, which I think is really, really touching. And it's a good, good plot line. Um, and I think, but uh, the Walt character has to die at the end. I mean, otherwise, you know, it's, it's just too, there's not enough big moments in this new plot. So this is Walt's last moment. That's and that'll be the story. He knows he's about to die, so he's gonna leave something behind with this little kid. He's gonna tell him his story, you know. And then it'll be up to him to figure out what's he gonna do now. Is he gonna learn to build ships and bottles? Is he gonna go back to mining or garbage mining, or go back to wherever he came from? I don't know. We leave that open for the audience. Drop mic. All right. All right. I'll move on to our director. You have three minutes to count. All right. Well, I appreciate... I, I don't mind anything the writer did, but the producer... We, we can't have a 34... <laughs> going up 35-year-old Macaulay Culkin playing a ethnic child. Um, <laughs> I think the audience will see through this, and, and you got to realize movie audiences today are very savvy about things, <laughs> about race, and... Well, mainly race. <laughs> and they would see that coming a mile away. Um, and the other thing about, if we want to try and avoid any like racial stereotype thing, George Lopez should be avoided like the plague. And I don't think he's ever been mentioned on Reddit, now that you think about it. <laughs> um, and it, not in a non-ironic way. Um, I will fight for Jeff Bridges, and you can find any child actor you want of any ethnicity. It can just be a child. But I'm going to put a hard cap that he can't be older than 15. <laughs> you can cast anyone you want then. Just please make sure they're 15 or younger. Uh, but I, I, I will fight for Jeff Bridges. I will, I will send my assistant over to blow you if I need to do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, I'll make an appointment. <laughs> uh, you know, other than, like I said, Walt dying at the end, it could be great. It could be uh, something like he decided it, it could be tragic. He, he spent extra time with the boy and forgot to pick up his blood thinners so he dies of a heart attack tragically but he was there for the kids you know little league game or something <laughs> when the kid's dad wasn't you know we can do something like that mm. so that the that could be tragic but he did it because he finally had something to live for and by for something for live for it tragically killed him but allowed the kid to move on mm. so i think we can go with that uh yeah i just i will fight for jeff bridges because then we can really sell it as an indie piece character study and just any child actor for the love of god You have a minute uh, left. I have a minute left. Um, well, uh, I'll, I'll find an actor for you. It could be anyone. I will find one for you. Here we go. It, it could be even... How about Fatima Patek? She is the voice of Dora the Explorer. Oh, kids <laughs> like that. Yeah, exactly. She's 15 years old. It could be a girl. Um, you know, she's, uh, she's you know... Of Ecuadorian, Norwegian, Czechoslovakian, Irish, and Colombian descent. So that hits multiple demographics <laughs> for you. Uh, 
But you know, the kids will recognize it. Dora Explorer is huge in the six to eight age group, and uh, they may be able to drag their parents on. We may want to skip the death then because that might be too much. That could be a whole Bambi thing all over again with the kids. So that's where I stand. Consider Fatima Patek. That's all I'm going to say. All right. Alex, you have three minutes. All right. You sold me on Fatima Patek. I need to know how much money this movie is going to cost. All right. So I'm thinking this movie's probably going to cost us, eh, let's say, $10 million. That's a small amount of money, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm just used to having a giant checkbook I can write and throw money at people with. Okay, so we got this Fatima Patek girl. And okay, we got Jeff Bridges. That's going to be great. Um, but we're keeping the death thing. You guys got to keep the death thing because if I remember correctly, Bambi sold really well. So we got to drive the controversy aspect of this. Now, the other thing is you keep mentioning boats. And you also mentioned that we need a big <laughs> action point. So I'm sitting here thinking... Do we have enough boat chases? <laughs> I feel like we're talking about bonding experiences, and that's also going to be great for driving the rich old people to the movie theaters, and then they see Walt die, which scares them, and so they got to watch the movie again to feel good about themselves again. So we can rip <laughs> off even more money that way. But, yes, we need a boat chase sequence. Just, I don't care how we do it, somebody get it done. In West Virginia. Yes, in West Virginia. <laughs> we can, they have rivers down mountains, right? I, rem, I paid attention a little bit in geography class one time. <laughs> okay, so maybe it'll be a car chase instead. I don't know. What's in West Virginia? It's landlocked. I know that much. <laughs> How do you lock land? That seems difficult. I mean, you can just pick it up. Anyway. So. All right, we got Jeff Bridges. He's going to be a little bit expensive, which means we're probably going to have to cut back a little bit on uh, some of the VFX. I mean, we need lots of explosions and things. But, um... It's a character study. <laughs> you can study an explosion. I mean, that, 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 that drives character a lot. My dad said it drove character when it blew my hand off with a firecracker when I was five. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, one other problem. We are going to have to change the name. Walt, I'm sorry, buddy. We do need to change the name because if we're going to sell it to Disney and get access to the absolutely massive amounts of money, we're going to have to change the name Walt. Okay. Because people are instantly going to think Walt Disney, and we want we want them to think that Walt Disney died. So <laughs> maybe change it to something a little better. <laughs> But yeah, I like the kid. I like the guy. Make it happen. All right. So, um, I get a couple minutes to uh, sum up how I think things are going so far. <laughs> and um, you want like a West Virginia so I'm I'm glad you you changed the name Walt. And let me tell you why. The movie that you guys have written is called Gran Torino, and it stars Clint Eastwood as an older, retired veteran who befriends a Hmong boy <coughs> who tries to steal from him in the beginning of the movie. And then at the end of the movie, he dies protecting that kid's honor after helping him. And I shit you not, the character's name is Walt Kowalski. <laughs> oh. So, 
I would like you to start distancing yourself from that film. Wow. Because that movie is great, but you cannot make another Gran Torino. Because you will do a shittier job than Gran Torino did. Um, so, yeah, that needs to, to change somewhat. Uh, Jeff Bridges is, is good for this character. I think that you guys need to... Um, get away from boat chases and like crazy explosions and, and all that kind of stuff because I think that the, the heart and soul of this is going to be the character relationship you should go more indie with it cater to you know side markets and things like that um, if you want to you know make this movie some, some real money because your average person is not going to go see this unless it's uh, you know about a war or about a famous moment in history until you get to the indie crowd. Then they're going to want to see the, the weird character studies and that kind of stuff. That's what I would do in this boat. And I think that's what you guys should do to make a little bit of money. In this boat, Jason. <clears throat> yeah. Um, uh, Fatima Patek is an interesting choice. I don't know if she does acting outside of Dora the Explorer. She probably has more money than she ever will need for the rest of her life because of that. Um, but I'm curious to see what you guys do with it. And... Um, I think you have some potential to to do something good here. I think there's because you guys miraculously stumbled directly onto the plot of Crancerino, I think <laughs> you have some potential to to do something good with this, make both a good story and make a little bit of money. So that's kind of where I'm at. Um, why don't I let you guys get back to it and figure out what you want to do from here? We're we calling this movie again. <laughs> Garbage day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, Ben, you have uh, two minutes here. So only one change? All right. Well, changing the name from Walt, I don't think, should count as that one change. Uh, let's call him Jackson. That's a good, uh, good older-sounding name, good strong name. I like it. Okay. So, uh, other change. Uh, I'm thinking... Uh, you know, the boat parts might not even really be necessary. What, you know, we could have it all be sort of, you know, in this one yard. That would also cut down. I mean, make it a big yard. Maybe put that into it. Like, it it'd also a lot be of... like Gran Torino. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie, okay, in a long time. Uh, okay, well, uh, one yard. And to differentiate it, Walt will not die. The kid will die. Oh, tragic. I know. But he'll die as an old person. We'll do a, we'll do a time jump. I know kids dying. As he dies on his 18th birthday, which is when it's okay. But... <laughs> um, she. Oh, okay. She. Uh, yeah, kid dies. Little twist at it. And, um, you know, the, the character Jackson will be like, I wasn't alive until I met you, kid. I wasn't alive until then. And he like walks on to live his life, and he gets on an actual boat at the very end. That's the first time, so I think that will it'll be very sad, and we'll probably get an Oscar because they love sappy shit like that. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mr. Director, you have two minutes. Right. Fatima Patek has done acting. In fact, she was uh, the lead in the 2002 Academy Award-winning short film called Curfew. So. Which I have absolutely seen. No, but, but that means she'd be dying to work across Jeff Bridges to really start her acting career. And she'd probably mm. work for cheap 
and you know throw everything she has into it. And she's got some chops, obviously, um, when she's not exploring. <laughs> um, uh, I, I, Go on. <laughs> I don't think she needs to die. In fact, I don't. Maybe neither needs to die if we really want to separate ourselves from Gran Torino. That what if they just have a friendship, and we just in the last shot can be the line you delivered. I never lived, kid, till I met you. Keep that line. That's beautiful. They're walking down the sidewalk into the sunset. And that's it. Just nice, simple character study with Jeff Bridges delivering this touching line. A nice, simple cut in this nice middle America, you know, neighborhood. He's become a mentor to this displaced girl who can't touch. And it's just we rely on the power of these two actors. They will carry the film. So my change is no one dies. <laughs> and that's it. Mic drop, if you will, since we established that. All right. Uh, Mr. Producer, you have two minutes. Okay. Well, <laughs> I'm also liking the idea that it's in a single yard. Are we going with that? Yeah, we're going with that. Because that will really cut back on production expenses, but we can still overbuild a studio for it. <laughs> and, uh, okay, fine. So maybe I was a little confused about what this whole thing was about. Um, uh... Yeah, I like the whole sappy Oscar bait shit. That's really going good. <laughs> it's in a totally different direction. I'm going to pitch this to my guys at my AA meeting and see what happens. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, nobody dies. Uh, because middle America people are also really, really easily spooked. And we got to keep them in the theater. <laughs> um... I don't really have many changes to make to this. I, I really like the direction it's gone. We can totally sell this to... We can sell it to Fox Searchlight, and hopefully they'll keep their fingers out of this, because that's my job. <laughs> All right, anything else you want to add? I really know. I don't see anything else I can horrifically torpedo. Okay, <laughs> great. All right, so based on what you guys have told me about this movie, we have um, a sort of weird semi-indie uh, character movie set in West Virginia. We have Jeff Bridges, and we have Fatima Patek. Um, we have an uh, interesting story about a garbage man and this <laughs> child, or you know, younger, um, a teenager character. It's interesting. You've differentiated yourself enough from Gran Torino at this point to um, first of the people are not completely noticing that immediately. So I think that'll that'll sell fairly well. Um, you, you signed ten million dollars. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. So, given the you know complexity of what's involved, I'm guessing like three or four million of that ends up going directly into Jeff Bridges' pocket because uh, he doesn't do a whole lot of indie stuff. Um, but you guys probably make a little bit as well because for, from the you know front end cost uh, because you're you don't have that complicated sets. There's not really much in the way of VFX, so you guys are probably getting a little bit on the front end. I think that this this movie. Um, sells well in like the indie markets in like you know New York and LA uh, but I don't think that this movie does very well in the theaters so I think you probably make your your money back but just that I think it probably has a, a very small cult following in the future so that's that's kind of where I see this going um, I, I do believe that the 
to listen to Jeff Bridges' voice say the line, I wasn't alive until you, kid, is what sells this movie. I think without that line, you would have done worse. So congratulations on getting that one done. Because <laughs> that's not the best line. And Jeff Bridges can make a bad line sound like a great line. <laughs> All right. Well, that has been The Movie Machine. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll catch you again later. I am Jacob Gulliver, and I'm joined by Ben Lefson, Alex Jeffrey, and Kyle Decker. Have a fantastic day.